It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What do you get when you cross a know-it-all newspaper columnist with an awkward, unsophisticated everyman? Yeah, uh, well, I'm just not sure about that right now. Welcome to Couch and the Room. Welcome to Couch in the Room, live from Skyman in East Lansing. Graham Couch, Jason Nick, yeah, and some familiar faces. Very, uh, very happy to see uh, Jordan and Jake, and Dominic and Stephen Libby coming all the way from Iowa. We are here at the uh, Skyment off Coolidge Road in East Lansing, and if you are stuck in traffic right now, thinking, "What the hell was I thinking going to this game?" Just turn around. Come over here. We're not far away. Uh, just off Lake Lansing Road on Coolidge. Come say hi to me and Jason, the whole crew here at Skyment. They've got unbelievable breakfast. I just had a breakfast burrito that I'm still drooling over. they got games, giveaways. They're going to have a raffle, all sorts of fun stuff here at the Skyment uh, off Coolidge Road in East Lansing. I love it. You guys wearing a – sorry I interrupt you. you. guys wearing a mask, a dog mask, Spartan dog, <laughs> a true Spartan dog. Jason, how you yeah. doing, man? I'm doing good, my friend, and we have some giveaways, right? We do. We have many giveaways. We have uh, Couch in the Roof mugs, uh, gift cards to Front 43 and Casking Company, Midtown Brewing Company, uh, Groovy Donuts. So whatever you're in the mood for, uh, you know, come say hi and, 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 and t- take one of those and, and enjoy the rest of the day with, with food or donuts or, you know, coffee, compliments of... Uh, of us. Well, not only that, Graham, but we all know college refs are ass. Am I right, Skyman parking lot people? Yes. College refs are ass. So with that, we have hit the music, Alex. Can we get much higher? College refs are ass shirts. Have five of them. I think we have five. Come up and grab these. College refs are ass, but not only that. This is one. This is for Dominic. Cockburn. That's for Dominic. Dominic, you come get this one. We have one for Grant, finally. Uh oh. This is College Ruffs are ass. College Ruffs are ass. And finally. Nope. Dark gray. All right, this is great for the show. 
appreciate you oh, nice. shirt for Graham Couch. And he awesome. can give it away for whoever he wants. So there you go. Awesome. So we have tons of giveaways. Sorry that took forever. There is no way this will fit my fat ass, but I appreciate you guys. So thank you. Thank you very much. XL, that is uh, that so is we have we have something for everyone today. Uh, no, it is it is great to be here. It is it's great to be with you. And if you're listening at home, it's it's fun to do something on a Saturday, uh, just a little different before this game. So what we're going to do today is is we're going to talk about the game a little bit. Uh, Let's break it down, Graham. Yep, pick <laughs> a side this time. I, I can't do it. Uh, we're we're going to uh, by popular request we asked what story people would like Jason to retell, and there are a few from his past. And uh, the winner was the prison story, your, your hard time. Right. So we're going to do your, your hard time, the in, best of your hard time story. In front of, in front of all these people at Skyman. Reminds me of my intervention. It's yeah. great. It's going to be fun. <laughs> I'm glad that story won in the Twitter poll. Yeah. And then uh, we'll also gonna, we got some Twitter questions that we saved from uh, the late week show this week. Some good stuff that I think will spur discussion on the rivalry, on the state of the programs, on different things. Uh, that we'll get into as well, and I and I think that'll be uh, that'll be fun. So chances are, if you didn't hear your Twitter question on uh, Thursday night, there, there's a reason for it. It it, uh, it is still here. What, what's sort of interesting? I was talking to um, Sean Elliott over at Midtown Brewing Company yesterday, and we we're having a discussion about this game and this week, Jason. And like everybody's euphoric, right? But there is this deadline on the euphoria. Like it come like three thirty today. Half the state is in a shit mood. Like, there's no way around it. Like, you can't – we can't just keep this up forever. And I think what's funny, in a lot of ways you need it, though, because I, I don't know how much more uneasiness people could take, how much more tension people could take. I think people have needed this game to get here for a while. Yeah, but we disagreed on that on Thursday night. I think the, the pressure's on Michigan and Michigan fans that are coming to Spartan Stadium. I mean, Michigan State's playing with house money. I don't think even if you know if Michigan does come in and be there, the favorite, Michigan State's the underdog. Okay, seven and one, you move on. But as far as Michigan, you lose this game at Spartan Stadium. Harbaugh loses to Tucker twice, and then he's going to lose to Penn State uh, at Happy Valley, and then Ohio State. If he loses those three games, it's over, right? No lifetime contract for you. Well, you know, I I, I don't know what Michigan's going to do. I don't think they're as rash as some places. He's already had his contract cut. Who else do you go to? I, but, again, I think you're you right. You can't bring him back. There's no way. If they lose this game, they're going to have to have a good November. I think there's no question about that. If they lose this, they, they, they've got to, uh, you know, they're going to have to perform well against Ohio State. I don't think they have to beat them, but they have to look like they belong on the same field. Sure. It can't be it can't be a, a blowout would yes a blowout yeah. would bum Michigan State fans out. But if a competitive game and if somehow Michigan wins this game, which I don't think they will, but I think Spartan fans will be all right. Yeah, I've gone back and forth on it, as you know. <laughs> Anybody no listen to this Graham show? And, and I really, I really don't have any idea. My gut says Michigan today, and and I know that makes a lot of people unhappy. But you know, this gut has never failed me in any capacity. Or happy because you're usually wrong. So twenty four twenty is a great pick by you. Most yeah. So uh, the other thing I wanted to get: what games are you betting today? By the way, definitely the Michigan Michigan State game, and what's the other one? Wyoming New Mexico under hammer that. Okay. And I've, uh, what's the other game? Penn State, Ohio State. I like Ohio State, but an alternate number, take it down a little bit. You don't I like the 18 and a half? I don't like the 18 it. and a half. I took it down to under 13 and a half. Okay. And that's like minus 490, but still, it's a part of a parlay that hopefully I win. So the two games I'm in love with, I'm on, I'm on Ohio State today. Yeah. And then the game that is just lately has made me decide to go that way is Indiana plus four at Maryland. I, I'm, I'm sorry, Maryland. Like, 
you, you give me Indiana getting points. I know they got destroyed against Ohio Brand State. Loves Indiana. I, I do. I do There's love. There's got to be a win total bet yeah. involved with Indiana because Indiana's complete ass. Right? They're not. They're not complete ass. We just if, if they're complete ass, Michigan State's complete ass, right? Because that was a pretty even game. What's Indiana's record? I had two and three and that something. Yeah, that's seven yeah. and zero. Oh, that doesn't make any sense. That's come on now. But but we all that's saw ass. We all saw that game. I I think to me. Um, that Indiana is a decent team. They, they've just got their more seasoned program with better athletes. It's not that they couldn't shift the bed, but I, I really like um, I really like Indiana against Maryland. Those are the two games uh, I'm very much on. I, the Michigan State game, I still think there's value, even though the line, interestingly, the money came down on Michigan State late. Like the late money was on MSU, brought the line back down to four. I've seen it three and a half some places, um, which I think is a uh, – And by the way, while we're speaking of gambling, last night – for some reason, I wanted to do a parlay. Braves plus one and a half. Nevada minus, I think I had it at 17 and a half. Tulsa Navy, for some reason, I decided to bet on Tulsa Navy. I don't know how Navy has a football team. I don't know how Cincinnati had a problem with Navy. It's one of the worst goddamn football games I've ever watched in my life. Not only was it, I wasted three hours of my life, I lost $165 parlay. How does Tulsa have a football team? They lost that game, by the way. Gambling related, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Sorry. No, we'll, at some point we'll have to do our worst bets in, in, of the season and just things that have really set us off the spike. The show's bets. only two hours. Yeah, no, it's, I know. It's, 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 uh, the other thing I wanted to get into today, I think if, if you play with some of these, uh, these apps uh, and, and, and gambling apps, there are some prop bets that I don't hate today. Um, even in the Michigan-Michigan State game, I think there are some, some interesting, interesting, like Peyton Thorne over 233 yards passing. I don't love that. Um, I don't love the K McNamara over under uh, 180, but I do like a couple stats. I, I do like Kenneth Walker over 91 and a half. I think it's not bad. I think they are going to force the run, and, and I'm not saying he's going to have a huge day. I like over 91 and a half, but the, the one I really love, Jaden Reed over 57 and a half receiving yards. Give me that. Yeah, like that to me. It's I mean, that, what's that minus 170? Minus one fifteen. No, oh. that's right. It's it's pretty even money over under on that. So it, it, these college football uh, prop bets are places that you can find value sometimes because Vegas is. I don't want to say they're new. Vegas to it. doesn't know what they're doing. Vegas according to Grant, Vegas doesn't know. They don't know. They don't know squat. They're building skyscraper casinos by by the week, but Vegas doesn't know anything. Doesn't know anything. No, I I remember in the um, it was the Cotton Bowl years ago, and I mean you got uh, hammered by Alabama, or maybe it was the year before. Whatever it was, the over under on. Josiah Price catches was one and a half, and it was the easiest over he ever ever did. Sometimes they, they don't pay as much attention to this stuff as they do they do the NFL. Um, well, yeah. speaking of the gambling apps, Graham, my dad called me Thursday night, and my dad isn't very tech savvy. Uh, he's sixty three years old and hates technology, and he's like, "Jay, diehard Michigan State fan, Jay, can you put twenty dollars on Michigan for me?" And I go. All right, Dad, but, you know, it's minus, like, 190, the money line. It's going to pay, like, $9.13. He goes, oh, I remember back in the day when you could just go down and hand a guy a $20 bill, and if you won the bet, you won $150. I was like, no, Dad, that was your cocaine dealer. <laughs> that wasn't – I don't know what place you were going to. So my dad has a bad memory. But he doesn't want to get a part of any of the apps, but he likes Michigan. A diehard Michigan State fan likes Michigan today. Well, I also think it's, it's something some people do, too, is, is a way to console yourself. Like, if, if, you, if you put a grand on Michigan on the money line – and I'm, wow. not, I'm not saying wow. everybody has that kind of money. I'm just saying, though, 
But if, if you walk Jeez. away with like 600 bucks at the end of the day, even though Michigan State lost, you'd. But you got to have a bookie, right? Apps and a bookie. Well, and, and the big thing is, what it, I, I wouldn't advise it because it also changes the way you watch the game. It and kills you your, your kneecaps. And it kills your enjoyment. Like you're watching the game, sort of rooting against yourself. All of a, all of a sudden, all that passion you had for your team becomes, shoot, I kind of like the 600 bucks or whatever it is. And, and that that's a, uh, trust me, I've been in I've been in these <laughs> pretty much every situation you can uh, you can imagine. I've I've, I've been there and and, uh, and felt that. Okay, Jason, by uh, popular request, we put out. Uh, and ask of what story people wanted you to retell. And the, the, the offers were the time you, you know, had $42,000 in a duffel bag for two weeks in your Jeep. Yeah. Um, Underneath the seat. The time the little kid woke, dirty. The time the little kid woke up at a, at a, at a, at a house in, uh, on Christmas morning and yep. thought you were Santa. Yep. At a, when you were a stranger to her, to yep. a little seven-year-old. Saved that child's life. Yeah. Could have um, been a stripper if I said something different. Yeah, there's some... There's some <laughs> Could have all went wrong if I would have said the wrong thing. There's some other stories we didn't put out there. We put your two weeks as a failed bookie. Um, in it's not really a great story. And my co-bookie uh, helper right here, the Michigan fan Jordan, is here, and it was one of the worst ideas we ever had. But it's not really that good of a so story. So Jordan was part of this. Oh yeah. Oh, that's excellent. excellent. Absolutely. So basically, the, the story is that I'm they, not going down alone on that story. Yeah, everybody <laughs> take somebody with me. The, the people colluded against him. Yeah, and, and uh, took their money. <laughs> um, yeah, five guys doing one way action. Uh, and the, the the one that won though was. The hard time you did in the Ingham County Jail. Yeah. Was this 2000? First of all, let's just make it clear. I'm not a felon nor a sex offender. This is misdemeanor kind of stuff. I made some mistakes when I was younger and it caught up with me. All right. So I just want to let everyone know because there's 72 days in the county jail. It's actually 93 with good behavior since I'm a good boy. I got out of it early. Okay. So take us through what what, what, what put you in. First of all, what, what got you the, the sentence? Well, I got into a fight that turned into warrants, and then that turned into court appearances, and that turned into me telling the judge, hurry up and just give me that effing jail time. I don't know if we can swear here, but... Fuck yeah. All right, fucking A. I said, just give me the fucking jail time, and she says, all right, and then here's 93 days Because you had an option of probation, and you said, just give me the fucking yes. jail time. Yes, because probation is, is a crime in and of itself. So I would rather do 72 days in jail than any kind of probation. So, the, so the most interesting things that happened to you in jail. Now, I, I found you being a, a diabetic. People are like, "Wow, this show took a turn." Yeah. Well, no, you being <laughs> a, we were all like, talking about Michigan State. <laughs> you being a diabetic, eating first in front of inmates in jail. Yeah, kind of fun. Sure, um, they, they, they enjoyed that because they were sympathetic to my uh, type one diabetic needs when I was in jail. And going to the front of the line at five a.m. to get your breakfast is not. Uh... <laughs> I said, "What do you want me to do? You guys can eat this." bullshit so all right so give me the best the most interesting things that happen to you in jail um well after you uh you do a little time up at top it's uh, they call it like the octagon where they keep you 23 hours a day in this weird light and you end up losing your mind if you do time but there's guys in there that are, they're serious criminals that have done two years in jail right so anyway so they move you down if you're in good behavior where you basically go wash cars and you get to watch the tigers and uh you know you get a, your own bathroom with that actually flushes you know uh so there was a guy down there doing a weekend in jail now mind you there's guys in there that have done 18 years 
that are now down there because they had good behavior and are going to move to a halfway house and then be free. So weekend guy was pacing back and forth. He's like, oh, my God, man, just 19 more hours, just 19 more hours. And he kept pacing around, and these guys are just looking at him like, this motherfucker right here, 19 hours. I did 18. A guy did 18 years that was sitting right there. So I grabbed this guy, and I'm like, dude, listen. These guys have done major jail time. You ever seen that show, Scared Straight? He's like, yeah. I go, that's what is about to happen to you, but they're actually going to F you in the ass. They're not going to be nice to you. So please. So I saved a guy's life in, in prison is what I'm trying to get at. That is interesting. He would have I'm telling you, the guys were circling around this guy like sharks. And I'm like, you guys are going to do 18 years in prison, finally almost get out, and then kick this guy's ass. And What's the closest you came to getting your ass kicked? I didn't because, thankfully, I'm a bigger guy. And the second day, I made the choice. Because I figured, you know, you see all the prison movies and shows like that, and you got to take out someone first, right? Well, I figured I'm going to be taken out. So the second day, there was a guy they offered a haircut. So I said... All right, so I shaved my head, so I look like a serial killer. And that was enough. One guy goes, "Damn, Nick, you look like a serial serial killer." I'm like, "Good, all right." So, honestly, I didn't really get uh, messed with. So, anything else that stood out to you before we move on? I got to say, I just want to move on and move on with your life. Yeah, I just said I had to tell that again. Yeah, yeah. But I did save a guy's life, though. I love the. I I just love the fact that you were eating food while everybody else watched first because you're a diabetic and waiting for their meal. In jail. I was like, damn, this is good. Am I right, guys? So, so, Mm-mm. Cheerios. So, if you're listening, also, speaking of great food, uh, better, much better than prison food, What the, the burrito I just had at SkyMint, the spread they have here, the chefs here at SkyMint have done an incredible job. There's some outstanding food, uh, some games, uh, really good stuff going on here at SkyMint on Coolidge Road in Lake Lansing. They're going to be here past when we are, too. They're going to try and put the game up, too, here as well, and they're going to, you know, so... Come here, no traffic. You don't have to deal with all the crap everybody's dealing on campus. All those other foolish tailgates. And there's uh, weed. Yes. And there's That's weed. The best part. We have we have the thing that nobody else has. And we also have gift cards, mugs, uh, Midtown Brewing Company, uh, Casking Company, and uh, and Groovy Donut gift cards. Uh, we have Couch in the Roof mugs. We'd love to uh, love to give you one. And uh, and thank you for being a, a loyal listener and and, uh, and and supporting us. And college uh, refs are ass shirts. And college refs are ass shirts as well. Um, and, and after the show, we're going to go for a little while, uh, and then afterwards we're just going to hang out and, and chill and, and, and uh, congregate. And then I'm going to try to make it to the game in a swarm of traffic. What, what are the odds I get there before the second quarter? Well, I think everyone everyone's there by now, right? I think you might be all right if you go late. No. Jake Hawkins says no. I was trying to be, you know, yeah. I was trying to give him some hope. Here's the deal. At least there's no evidence, like a podcast or anything, that my bosses can hear that I was late. Right. right, that I was doing something else I wasn't supposed to do on the morning of the, the biggest game of the year when all they need from me is to perform and write good columns. And there's no evidence that Graham, I was doing anything can you else. come in my office? Um, so you were at a marijuana place. That's why you were late to the Oh, uh, they're good with it. They're, they don't mind this. The, 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 the LSJ loves Skyman. You can grab that. Jaden Reed, clip. kick return for a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Graham all right. It. Let's, uh, let's dig into these, uh, these uh, Groovy Donut Twitter questions that are uh, left over here. Uh, and uh, I won't say leftover. These were pulled out um, uh, for good reason um, the other night. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get into these and some of these questions from uh, from our listeners. Jay Riemenschneider up first. MSU fans like to diss Harbaugh and say he's a failure. 
He's not. He just hasn't gotten them to, to the title. Would MSU fans accept Mel Tucker having Harbaugh's three 10-win seasons, a 9-win season, and an 8-win season? They already share the 7 wins this year and 2 last year. So it's, it's a lot of numbers, Jay. It's a fair question, though. Like, So is Harbaugh's record actually better than we perceive it? Yeah, but all the hype that surrounded Harbaugh when he took the job and he was supposed to be the savior, it's different. Mel Tucker was brought in kind of an unknown from Colorado. He was only there for a year, right? I think Harbaugh had more hype to him, and that's why people expect more. Yeah. We didn't expect more this before the season, right? We said, obviously, the four and a half wins take the over, but we weren't thinking 7-0. and I don't care what anyone says. Well, I, I think there's a couple things in play here. One, for most of time, like Michigan was not – Michigan's not won – a national championship in really modern times, right? And, and other than '97, and but a shared title. The thing that was different in the like the Ohio State Michigan rivalry is it was just it was competitive and even for a lot, a lot of years. In Ohio State taking its game to the next level, Michigan State having that stretch under D'Antonio has changed the way people feel about something. And, and, and what Michigan fans need and want done is you need to have some sort of grip on the Michigan State rivalry. And you need to have you need to be competitive with Ohio State. You need those two things, and but you're right to the record point. If that was what Mel Tucker was, or a coach was, if, if a coach had done what Jim Harbaugh has done at Michigan State, three and three against Michigan, and those nine win seasons, the ten win season, people would be okay with it. And even the, even after the Antonio era, I mean that there's no doubt that expectations are a little different. People don't want to be second fiddle at Michigan, and I don't think anybody doesn't think Harbaugh has taken them to a, a place that's competitive. It's just I think there are a lot of people that can win pretty well at Michigan. The idea was Harbaugh was different, and he hasn't been different, and I think that's that's what he's different than Rich Rod, different than Brady Hoke, but hasn't been uh, different enough. Randy Weed up next. How many of the players were on the team will remember the Devin Bush game and use it for motivation? I think Connor Hayward has, and this will be the day uh, for his Kenny Goins moment. Yeah, I mean, I don't – I mean, there's a lot of trash talking going on. By the way, do you see uh, Taylor Lewan's video yeah. for the Titans? I mean, I don't – He sounded like Braylon Edwards. It's like these guys just like – and by the way, should you be able to talk shit? He was like, what, one and – One and four. Four? He was one and four against MSU. Like, I, I, yeah, that was, that's just weird. Like, you're not on the field. The Michigan players don't need that from you. Right. They don't need trash talk coming from outside the, the locker room. They, this is a game that's it's kind of a 50-50 deal. Nobody knows exactly what they have. Like, just, you know – the last thing they need is if it comes from a Michigan player, that's fine. That person has to deal with that that day on the field. It, it, it didn't make a, it didn't make a lot of sense. I don't know. I mean, I'm certain that what happened with Devin Bush and what's happened throughout the rivalry for guys who are still around is part of the buildup for what makes this a you know crazy. Well, that happened what three years ago? The Devin there aren't Bush many thing? guys around. We always act like younger kids can't watch YouTube videos or yeah, but they wouldn't have felt the emotion if you're if you're a recruit if you're if you're Kenneth Walker. You have no feeling about that player that moment, right? Right. So right. you know, so I, I think there are some players that that just builds up what, how they feel about this game. But a lot, what I've heard a lot from players over time is you have to get hit once in it. You have to feel it, and that's what's going to be really interesting for a Michigan State team that relies on so many new guys, so many transfers, and all those things. Like a lot of guys are going to feel this rivalry for the first time. Kenneth Walker is going to get hit in this rivalry for the first time. Quiveras Crouch, first time. You know, uh, Jarrett Horst is kind of a I mean, he's kind of a badass anyway. I think he'll be he'll be fine. But there are a lot of dudes who aren't going to know this rivalry, and they may have been in other rivalries. I'm just not sure Kenneth Walker was in one at Wake Forest. PZ, if you told MSU fans Mel Tucker would have 
would leave for LSU, but Juwan Howard also leaves Michigan. Do you think they'd take it? I'll ask you that. No. Oh, we should add. Okay, so so Mel Tucker leaves, but Juwan Howard also leaves. No, because here's no, the, I'm not worried about Juwan Howard. Here's the, yes, here's the difference. The MSU fans are more secure in basketball than they are in football. Sure. Without question. They've had 25 years of Izzo. So even though Juwan Howard changes the game a little bit in how he recruits, I think he, you know, he's, got, he's building a program that could compete for national championships. I don't think it, it necessarily – we've seen Izzo continue to recruit well. You look at a guy like Max Christie, right? I mean, Max Christie is a, um, you know, an all-world recruit who chose Michigan State over Duke and a number of other schools since Juwan Howard's been there. It's not like Michigan State's program's folded. So I don't think that w- – I don't think people would take that. I do think um, – and, and I think – People are worried, you know, I mean, the, the Michigan State football experience is much more fragile. It just is. It's just not that long since Michigan was really in control of that. And, and you know, and, and since the little brother comment in 2007 by Mike Hart, it resonated because it it fit. It was true. You know, it was, I mean, there was a, a there's a feeling of insecurity, of inf- inf- inferiority. Tough um, words, right? Tough words. Um, that... There's yeah, I mean, that was real, and that's why it stung, and that's why the D'Antonio response was so great, and then the win in 2008 was so necessary for MSU because it was the on-field response, and then everything that happened. But um, for MSU fans, I, I think when any time they have a successful football coach, the idea that they could lose them because they saw what happened post Saban too. I mean, the Bobby Williams era looked like it might be okay. The idea was to try to keep it together, keep what they had going with the rest of the staff, but the. What you later figured out was Saban was the, the engine. Saban was the, the discipline. Saban was the guy who made that whole thing go. And even though D'Antonio became a great coach, nobody knew he was going to be a head coach at that point. Bobby Williams, kind of a great lieutenant, wasn't fit to be um, a head coach. And and, and so, I, yeah, no, I, I think no way. People, people would uh, – the answer is no. <laughs> Patrick Russell, what are your best dumb, crazy Michigan and Michigan State fan stories? I was at a student tailgate years ago and saw an MSU fan fight another MSU fan in an App State jersey because they were confused by the colors. <laughs> See, that sounds like a lot of Jägermeister. Yeah. You, have you been around a good Michigan-Michigan State fight? I bet Jordan here has been around. Well, so. I'm glad you mentioned that. Last year, my friend came all the way down an hour and a half from his uh, home in Berkeley. He was going to stay over and hang out, but Michigan ended up, ended up losing that game, so he ended up leaving pouting stomping on the way out the door almost in tears like paul davis i, I my question is is he, is he exaggerating jordan a little bit a little bit yeah i don't know uh, i remember that show right after that yeah, yeah he was, it was like but he was silent it was it was very it, it did change the day uh you know I, I was trying to think about this question because i you know i went to a lot of michigan michigan state games as a kid or as a teenager and you know i wasn't i mean i wasn't around i didn't see a lot of fights i didn't go to the school I mean, I've been around Michigan State riots. I drove through one for the uh, uh, after the Duke went in the, to go to the Final Four in '98 or whatever it was. You drove through it? I had no idea what was going on. I was going out to a party in the sticks somewhere uh, because I heard there was a girl that might like me out there, and so I drove out and uh, and I had to like all of a sudden I get to I'm going through campus on Grand River Avenue. And I'm like, what's going on here? Tear gas? I don't know. It just, I just drove my 1990 Celebrity Station wagon through the whole damn thing and and. Uh, Went out to the, went out to the party. But I, you know, I've been around some very annoying fans on both sides of it. Yes, and that's that's what 
the, the annoying, I mean, this rivalry brings out annoying people. And it brings out, like, if you're an annoying person, this rivalry will bring out those tendencies. And that's what drives me nuts about it. Like, um, you're probably annoying in your everyday life. Your spouse doesn't like you. I was about like to you, say, annoying but, people get But it, it, gets, an, it gets amplified. If your tendencies are annoying, and I, and I remember, yeah, and, and the one thing I hated as a kid when I was still kind of a diehard Michigan State fan was that, that dang cowbell they hit with, with the – Go blue like that thing. It was in the stands, and they just and usually Michigan State was crushing Michigan anyway. And I was like 14 years old and in tears and not not happy about it. Um, so, but I don't really have a fight. I, I've had a guy puke behind us, which really changed the course of a game because that's not that's a bad smell to have to exist with for a while. Um, Better than puking on you, I guess. Yeah. No, and, and you know, but but well, the, all the other stuff when I lived around here in high school was just. Kids in school who are front runners or fans. I mean, when you're in high school, you just like what you like for all sorts of reasons. You grew up, your parents went there, your parents were fans. You, I mean, very few people have true um, true loyalty. All right, Steve Beckman, are there any uh, circumstances that would make it okay for MSU fans to rush the field on Saturday? No? Okay, we're getting a no. Um, I <laughs> um, Jake Hawkins leading the charge. Yeah. Oh, we got a car coming behind a couple of you guys. Careful here. Um, the uh, I would um, please drive through. Yeah. I would say um, forty nine to three. Does it do it? Do you rush the field at forty nine to three, or do you act like you've been there before? I say you rush the field because I'm scared to say no. I think Jake's going to tackle this. So, so here's the thing. Be. Here's the thing about rushing Spartan <laughs> Stadium. Is Spartan Stadium is. You know, in the in the mid '90s, they they raised the wall for the stands. Like I, I remember growing up, I remember going to a Wisconsin game when 1993, maybe it was with Mill the Thrill Coleman at quarterback in Michigan State, winning maybe '92, whatever it was. 12, 13 years old, Michigan State wins. Everybody rushes the field. All you had to do was step over, right? And everybody's on the turf. It was great. We we sat. My buddy and I back then. It was easy to get seats right behind the bench because you couldn't see over the players. So everybody wanted to sit up a little bit, and so. If you were like a kid, you just walked down there, and we would drink the Gatorade off the Wisconsin table. And and, and but anyway, we rushed the field, and there's an ABC camera, like uh, one of those cameras that's overhead that's like on, on a swivel or something. Everybody's trying to get on the camera to do their word number one thing, and we got absolutely cr- like that was the first time in my life I was like scared for my life because the crush of people in the one area at 12 years old you can only fend off so much, but. They have not rushed the field since because of the high wall. And in 99, I was talking yesterday to uh, Bill Burke, or a couple days ago to Bill Burke, the quarterback of that game, about this. What he remembered was that fans just stayed. It was like a party. It was a celebration. Nobody wanted to leave. They were excited after that win. It was just a moment for that program. But there really wasn't a field rushing way because you'd have to come. A lot of people, the the gates are closed on the stairs. The wall would be a heck of a, uh, a jump. Most people aren't going to jump a ten foot wall to fall onto the turf. And yeah, are we sure about that? Students might. Yeah. So you you can see it coming up one side. I just can't imagine regular folks. I I just can't see my mom being like, "Fuck it, we're going on, <laughs> we're going on the field, let's do it." And um, so I I don't I don't think that's uh, Give her some skyman. This is my mom's first game this year, by the way. She's going today with my sister. It's going to be. Cool. Uh, I'm glad she's uh, glad she's finally uh, finally uh, finally doing it. So. Um, no, I don't. I don't think there's. Uh, to me, it's the greatest compliment to another team when you rush the field. Last second field goal or touchdown for victory? Maybe, because or, because 
you know, when Michigan, the moment Michigan State's basketball program arrived to me was in 2001 when they were ranked number one after they'd won a national title. They're playing at Indiana, mighty Indiana, and Indiana beats them and rushes the court. Like, Indiana rushes their own, you know, hollowed ground. Indiana rushes the court after beating you. That's your arrival. That's the respect. And so I, I don't know that you want to afford your rival respect. It looks like you've been there before. All right, next up is the uh, professor. If you had tickets to the game on Saturday and someone tried to buy them from you, how much would it take to get you to sell them? Well, what would you do? So, I mean, how much are the tickets? Tickets face? usually about, what, 95 face value, 90, 85, something in that range? If you gave me 200 a ticket. You'd do it? Yeah. Oh, you could easily got that for this. I know. Question. I'm a terrible ticket broker. No, but I would, I'm just saying I would rather watch it at home. That's what I mean. To go down in that melee with college game day and Fox and all that stuff down there, just I don't know. I'm too old for that. Shit. No, it, it. You know the. I remember in '97. So the first year my dad and I had season tickets was '95, and it was this amazing Michigan State Michigan game. Tony Banks and Igea Carter in the final minute, and the, the it's the second half is um, you know there's snow coming down. Everybody's got hot cocoa. I've still got my cookie sandwich, of course. But uh, it was on my way to uh, fat decisions at that age, too. But we're, um, you know, everybody's just, it, it's just this great, uh, I don't know, this great collective feeling. And so two years later, Michigan's ranked number, I don't know what they were ranked, but they won a national title that year. But Michigan State had been undefeated before the week before. And I remember we were offered, this is the very beginning of, like, online ticket brokering, right? I mean, it, it really, and, and the week before, we were offered, like, 500 bucks a pop for our tickets but the memory from 295 two years earlier the last time there's a home game was so strong i was like i want that experience yeah the difference was a noon game michigan state got their ass kicked and i remember leaving there going and the only thing that made me feel better is i walked to the car and i was like dad we should have sold the tickets he was like i paid for them you weren't getting the money anyway <laughs> i was like all right that's that's uh <laughs> that works out all right so but for me right now if you gave me over First of all, do, do you I want mean, to 500 have a, a piece? It's 500 a piece, I'd do it's it. It's happening. Right? I'd do it, yeah, for sure. Uh, Hans Jurgen, I just paid 90 a piece for MSU versus Maryland football tickets in the lower bowl. Did I just get hosed? Well, I mean, you paid face value, and my guess is you could get them for less than face value. Here, here's what you're counting on if, you, if you're Lower high. bowl, though? Here, I here's what you're, that's bad. Here's what you're counting on. You're not, you didn't get hosed. You just, you, just, you just didn't get a deal. You didn't get hosed. Because if Michigan State wins today and then beats Purdue, like that's – people are going to be there. It, it's going to be a – you know, people are going to be excited. It might be the beginning of hunting season, which always cuts into things a little bit, so you can always find some cheaper tickets. But um, I wouldn't say you got hosed. I think you could have found a better deal. Milan Lobby, Spartan. I love listening to you pronounce what, what is your favorite MSU Michigan game? Of all time, what's yours? It's got to be TJ Duckett. One second on the clock. Spartan Bob, thanks. Hopefully Spartan Bob's still alive, right? Either way. That was one of my favorites because I was down at a bar in East, Lan- in East Lansing around a table of Michigan fans, and it was funny to watch their face. And to walk through the crowd after the game, it was kind of crazy. So More than 2015. More than 2015? Yeah, because I was there. I mean, I was. I mean, I was in the elements. I was in the stadium. I yeah. mean, the, the 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 fumble, trouble to snap one. I was watching it with a buddy, and then all of a sudden, everything. I just it just happened. So it wasn't really that yeah. memorable as the TJ Duckett game for yeah, me. Yeah, I missed the fumble with the, the trouble to snap. I didn't miss the whole thing, but I like. I remember it was the day Sean Windsor's mother had, had, had passed away. I think that day or something. It was right around and. 
And so not only was I doing stuff for the LSJ, but I had extra, like, last-minute responsibilities. I was trying to help out the free press. And, and I, had a, I had, like, four different column deadlines, including one that was right around the time of the end of the game. And so I, I thought I was writing a Michigan State defeat. And I look up, and there's Jalen Watts Jackson with the ball. And my first thought was, fuck me. Like, I'm, I'm out totally, like, and then I'm starting to think, for his scenario, I thought, I still remember trouble with the snap is he should have got out of bounds, right? And, and, but that's what I thought because they could have kicked a field goal. The time is running down. Leave it to Graham to critique that play. Yes, Jalen Watts yes. Jackson should have went out of bounds. That was my thought at the time. And that's then, what he thinks at the time. And then the caravan got him to the end zone and, and, <laughs> and, and broke his hip and all that. But no, my favorite game by far is, is 95 because we were not a season ticket family. And in that year, uh, my dad surprised me with tickets. It was Saban's first year. It was Nebraska, Penn State, Michigan, all in the home schedule. And it was such a big deal. And uh, then that game to have, and they, they didn't beat Michigan that often. And, it, like, you know, with Gavin Haas, who's 15, you know, when you're 15 years old, time moves slow. Like, and so my whole life, Michigan had been pretty much superior to Michigan Not if you State. got a Pornhub password. Well, back then all we had was, uh, what was it? Uh, Sears catalog. No, well, we had this. Victoria's Secret. No, no, we were already getting on, uh, uh, what, what's the, not AOL dial-up, but what was the Prodigy.net. That was my dial-up back in the. Uh, 94, 95, uh, like 45 minutes a month. You know, you had to had to not use the whole family's <laughs> internet when you got on there and looked at things you shouldn't be looking at. Um, but, no, 95 was like, I mean, it was uh, that final drive and, and sort of the euphoria of everybody around there, I think, to me, uh, is, is by far my favorite game. Man, I got to experience it as a fan. Like, favorite game to cover in terms of this rivalry, I, you know, that I've actually – I think watching the 2013 game and the, the reactions in the press box is you started to realize Michigan State's physical dominance over Michigan. I still remember Mitch Album like four seats down from me on that, what is it, fourth and 49 thing that happened when they just pushed him back play after play with sacking Devin Gardner. He was basically like, holy shit. Like that, that, that Mitch series, Album swears? I don't know if he said shit. I said shit, but he said holy shit. He looks like a guy that would shit. say golly gee darn. Um, but yeah, I, I, that, that is in terms of covering partly because there was no deadline stress, you get a blowout win. So I feel better about it. But that moment of realizing just how dominant that defense was, was, uh, was, was, uh, pretty incredible. And the last Twitter question is of course, from upper deck jerk guy. Can you touch your toes without bending your knees? I'll see you do it. Okay. I, I can't do it. <clears throat> This is good podcasting. No, yeah. You're bending your knees. No, I'm not. That's straight leg, dude. Yeah. Come right. look on this side. I'm bow-legged. Oh, sure. But see, this isn't even my fault, though. I have short arms. I've told you. So everybody knows big chest, short arms. Like, it's Just not. Give even, it a try. I can't. There's no way I can do it. It's all right. I'm back to do it. I spread my legs. All you right. want to see how far I can get you? This is, this is an example of how short look, my Look arms at my are. legs. Look at this. Oh, God. That's it. Short arms. I'm like a foot off the ground. This was, but this was a problem when I was in shape in high school too. This is not new. Okay, I'm just out of. I'm just. I just got this mass in my middle of my body that's in the way of me <laughs> trying to throws back. Trying out. to. Um, no, good stuff there. Yeah. Uh, we are at Skyman on Coolidge Road in uh, East Lansing, just off of Lake Lansing Road. If you want to avoid the headache of traffic, if you're not going to the game. Uh, come down and join us. There's an unbelievable breakfast spread here from the folks at Skyment. The chefs, they've done an outstanding job. Um, the breakfast burrito I had, I'm still thinking about it. Probably going to have another one on the on the way out here. And um, 
just games going on, all kinds of specials. We have giveaways, and for our fans are here, we're going to give away some some Couch of the Roof mugs here, uh, Midtown uh, gift cards to Midtown Brewing Company, gift cards to Front 43 and Casking Company, and to Groovy Donuts. Uh, make sure our people uh, get away with with something that, uh, and, and, and our appreciation for them coming out here. And and, and I know for, for a lot of people today it was sort of a pain if you're going to the game. Look, I was in the traffic this morning, Jason. What do you think the odds are I actually get to the game? Mm. What, what do you put the over-under? It, it's it, it kickoff. I think you're going to be over. You're not going to make it. Not going to make kickoff. Yeah, I'm a little worried about that. Because I, when I was on. Just follow, follow Solari on Twitter. 8.30 in there. the morning, the backup on the highway was incredible. And so hopefully, uh, so we'll see. So obviously, if you, you know, a lot of people Is this are in your first Michigan-Michigan State game? Are or? you acting like I don't know what I'm doing? I know. I'm just, I'm asking. I, my question is, is it the You think like it's your first one. Like, Here's my I'm issue. from Alaska. This is my first football game. There are only 75,000 fucking seats in the stadium. It was, there's that many people a lot of weeks. Why is this week so much more difficult? Do people not know where they're going? The stadium's in the same spot. People go and just watch the game there, like at their car. I guess. I, it just it, to me, it seems like people are so much less. I mean, it, it, like usually on a regular game day, I could leave at 11 a.m. my house in West Side of Lansing and pull up at you know 11:15 and be there in plenty of time. That's still cutting it closer than I usually do, but I'm just saying it. Usually, you don't have these sort of issues, so it's pretty. Um, people always love a, a sports writer that complains about having to go into a game and being in a covered enclosure. That, that is our thing. That's what we do. With a great seat. That's getting what we paid. do. All right, so to, to, to wrap this up, uh, and we're going to hang out for a little bit here, so if you're, you're around and you want to come say hi, uh, get a mug, get a gift card, just, just chat with get us. Get a pre-roll. Where's a pre-roll at? Yeah. Billings, yeah. go get a pre-roll. You're the weed guy. Good Lord. And uh, take advantage of the deals and, and the, the, the raffles and, and, and giveaways that SkyMint has going on here uh, as, as well. Uh, again, Coolidge Road in, in, um, in East Lansing, just off Lake Lansing Road. And uh, I, I drove over here, got out of the headache of traffic, very easy, uh, no issue. If you're in the Lansing area, you can probably get here very, uh, very quickly. Um, the games we are on today, again, you are on Ohio State. Uh, I can't, sorry, I'm distracted by a Jim Harbaugh on a toilet. Oh, I love this. I mean, that's quite the, co- the costume. What's that say? Everyone says poop. Does that say penis? Pants playing. Oh, pants. Sorry. Yeah. I I love love that. Jim Harbaugh. That's one of the best costumes I've seen. Jim Harbaugh on a toilet. On a party pooper toilet. I think Alex is playing us off. He is playing us off. All right. right. You guys are just talking about you're commenting (laughs) on people in the crowd. We'd like to thank everyone for listening. Everybody who showed up today. Yes. And uh, anybody who's still coming, we'll be here for a little bit. We'll be back Sunday night with our hot takes and yours in all this college refs are ass am i right appreciate you, guy, man. good show man amen couch in the roof